0: Hello, and welcome to this week's Worldwide Civility Council podcast on civility. Today's podcast is part of the Civility Speaks series. Today's podcast discusses the need to listen carefully and how taking the time to listen deeply is a critical part of civility. Civility Speaks is a podcast of Robert Sachs, and this episode is dated February the 9th, 2021. I want to welcome you all to Civility Speaks with me, Robert Sachs, and it is now February of 2021. I don't know if I'll be doing more podcasts during this month, but we'll see what evolves over this next several months with respect to civility overall. Uh, what we're witnessing in terms of the changes that are going on in our culture, in our country, around the world, in fact, in terms of how civility um, is at once a uh, positive tool for change. And at the same time, when we see when civility is not used, the consequences of it. Today, I want to speak around time and civility, the issue of time. And I want to think about your communication, uh, your personal and business transactions in this digital age. How conditioned have we become to instant messaging, instant gratification, immediate responses, and that nerve wracking weight when we see the dot, dot, dot of someone responding And we're waiting for that response to happen. And then the dots disappear. And you wonder, is the message not important? Or am I not important? And what happens if there's no response until the next day? Shouldn't the responses be immediate? I've asked a question. I've made a comment. Why is no one responding here and now, right now. Obviously there are times and circumstances where an immediate response deserves an immediate reply. But short of these, which are oftentimes so rare in our lives, really, and some of them are really important. And some of them are like you're at a checkout line and need to know if you need to pick up another, you know, bottle of beer or an extra chocolate or whatever it is. You know, you don't wanna bother anybody by cutting out of line and coming back in line, blah, blah, blah. So there are those kind of frivolous type of immediate responses. But most of the time, a good question is how important is it to get the message here and now? And how much is our communication affected when we uh, truncate time, when we cut things off, we feel time pressured? I want to give you a real example this example I used in my book, book The Passion of Buddha. So it's been a while. It's been a while. I wrote that book I believe in 2007, something like that. <clears throat> Maybe even earlier. And I give you example of, let's say, for example, apologize for repeating myself. You are upset with somebody. You're upset with somebody and so what happens is you You know, what you want to do is, let's say, for example, with respect to um, before the digital age, you're angry, you want to express yourself, so what you do is you go home, you take out some stationery, you take out a pen, you start writing, you scribble out what you don't want or you write out what you don't want. Maybe you throw that one out and you try another one. You write it out and you're writing it out. and You complete everything you want to say. And then you take that and you fold it up and you stick it in an envelope. And you write the address. You write the return address. You put a stamp on it. You walk to the post box, if you have a post box in your neighborhood, not that common these days, or you drive to where there's a post office, perhaps. And just before you go there, just before you get in, just before you open the box, you just decide, uh, what's the point? And you tear it up and you walk away. You've had a chance to think about your response, and you're angry, you're upset, and a lot of your thinking was clouded with that. And in the time that it took to get to the post office, to get to the box, you've had a change of heart. You've had a rethink of that circumstance. Now we fast forward to now. You're upset. You type an email. You type a Facebook response. You do instant messaging. And you click and you send, and it goes immediately. And suddenly, what ends up happening is you go, oh no, I really didn't mean that. And you get a response and it goes back and forth and back and forth. And what's going on is rather than having the time to digest what you've said, in this stage, uh, state of sort of like indigestion, in the absence of time to let things settle, to let things stew and cure or whatever, okay? You wait for a pregnant pause where things can sort of like wait before they have to be birthed. You don't have that time anymore. And suddenly what's happening is you're responding to minor changes in states of mind with all sorts of other conflicting emotions. And as a result, things get worse or things become more like a soap opera. How many things go like that these days in this cycle of, of time pressure that we have? Not to mention also the more existential bigger picture of what is taught by this one teacher, Tarthang Tulka Tibetan Buddhist teacher, who talks about there being a fact that time is actually kind of speeding up. And then a lot of it has to do with where we are in our solar system. So time does change. And then there is this kind of digital reality we create where we don't give ourselves any time. In this context, civility becomes a casualty when time is a factor is not considered for healthy and open communication. In fact, we need in communication a deep listening. A deep listening to another requires reflection and consideration. And these two skills, reflection and consideration certainly involve the aspect of time. And in that time, there are things within ourselves, qualities within ourselves that we can cultivate to provide us the time that we actually need. This is in keeping with what the Buddha called the six perfections. And these six perfections are, and I'll describe them a little bit. One is generosity, having a generous spirit, one that exhibits openness and a willingness to share freely. This does not mean that we disregard history or or try to approach a situation with rose-colored sunglasses, but the idea that we accept the idea that each one of us comes to situations based on the best knowledge we have. We try and give each other the benefit of the doubt. This is being on the level, but this is also in some ways acknowledging that everybody's got this loving nature that I've described in other podcasts. After generosity, there's kindness where you act without guile or a twist to make things go to your advantage or to the disadvantage of the other, simply because you want to win or be on top. This is discussed a lot in Washington's Rules of Civility. You try to be straightforward in a way that allows for a transaction to feel two-way, to serve the greatest number for the best, most, best, outcome possible. So you have a kind of kindness that you try to cultivate within yourself. Mason's talk about this with respect to smoothing the ashlar. From the rough to the smooth and kindness is very important in that. Then there's patience. This is a really big one. An understanding of the time it takes for our mind and habits to transform. How often do we rush things? How often do we find that because we truncate the experience or not let it get digested, that what ends up happening is we have to regurgitate it again and again and again. How much of that is us just not learning our lesson? And how much of it is not letting the lesson cook within us, giving the time for that lesson to happen, rather than think that we need the cliff notes to take care of things quickly. We need to get it out of the way. How much does impatience actually create more problems with respect to a waste of time? Then there's discipline. And discipline comes when we know what to do and how to do it well in any given circumstance. What we do is we try to work with our own ability to speak, work with our communication skills. We discipline ourselves to learn more of what's going on with the other person. We discipline ourselves to know what the circumstance is about. That kind of discipline is asking yourself a deeper question about what's being said or considered. How many times have you seen civility go out the window when you have rushed to judgment with either friends or people that you don't like, who you'd like to like, or you'd like to at least get along with, rather than being in an adversarial situation. And how much of that requires just learning how to be more disciplined in being able to pay attention. Then there's stillness. I've talked about this again and again in all these podcasts, mindfulness. Can we learn to be still? The phrase, be still and know that I am God. The divinity in all of us is discovered in stillness. How comfortable are we in quietude? Can we look at that dot, dot, dot as being something that directs our mind, rather than it being something that, oh, let's just get on with it. It's just dot, 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 dot. And we end up creating like a joyful relationship with the dots and then they disappear. How amazing. And then they reappear again. How amazing. But can we take a more stillness approach, a more meditative awareness of the circumstance, being able to do that? And finally, there is wisdom, developing wisdom. And wisdom is literally having it so that all these qualities come together. And when all these qualities come together, civility becomes natural and implicit. And to work upon these to perfect takes time. So, In which case, what I would say is, now that you understand how much time relates to civility, respect it. Take your time and allow yourself to feel some sense of mercy towards yourself when you rush, because we now have the habit of rushing, okay? And it can even feel that as you try to slow down, you feel this pressure building up because you think you need to act. Breathe, take some time to breathe with this, okay? Be patient with yourself. For the most important civil dialogue that you can cultivate is the one that you do inside your heart and inside your head. That's where civility begins and you need to be civil with yourself and to be civil with yourself requires time. Thank you very much. Hope you enjoyed this podcast and we'll talk to you later. This has been another podcast from the Worldwide Civility Council. We thank you for listening. For further information on civility and our other projects, please check out our website at civilitycouncil.org. Thank you.